This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. It's Monday, June 4th, 2007, and you're listening to episode number 35 of the Taylor Merrick Podcast, sponsored by GoToMyPC. For finances, you'll learn Can I Borrow for College? For business, it'll be 10 management lessons. And for technology, it is When Is iPhone Coming Out? To the Taylor Merrick Podcast, the three in one podcast on finances, business, and technology. Podcasting to you from the studios of TaylorMerrick.com, located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Here's your host, Taylor Merrick. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Taylor Merrick Podcast. Welcome to the podcast, especially if you are a new listener. If you have any questions, comments, ideas at any time, why don't you call our toll-free comment line? It was there for you, created just for you. Why don't you get out a pen and paper, write this down. 1-866-TMP-2860. Call that and you can leave your two cents on any subject that has been talked about, discussed, or if you have an idea for maybe a new show in technology business or finances, don't forget about the Taylor Merrick Podcast forums. Join in the conversation there. You can find that at taylormerrick.com forward slash forum. Also, I made this announcement last week in a Taylor Merrick podcast episode number 34 that a donation was being set up and the details are not complete. So if you would like to donate to my college fund, it would be greatly appreciated. I'm hopefully heading off to college this fall, but... It could be later. I've set up the Taylor Merrick Podcast College Fund. I'll have a link to that in the show notes. But you can go to taylormerrick.com, scroll down, and on the right-hand side, a little bit of the ways down, you'll see TMP College Fund. You can just click Donate Now, and it'll be greatly appreciated to donating towards my college fund. I'm going to be going to college to learn about... Uh, business administration and a little bit about computers and of course everything that I learned there you will get of course the benefit of being able to get it hear it free so if you want to hear about this new information why don't you go ahead and donate any amount will be fine I've probably rambled on a bit too long I know you guys are interested in getting into the show content so for today 
episode number 35 of the Taylor Merrick Podcast, sponsored by GoToMyPC. You'll be learning about Can I Borrow for College for Finances, 10 Management Lessons for Business, and When is iPhone Coming Out for Technology? We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. You're traveling along on your business trip, minding your own business, obviously, when all of a sudden you realize something. You forgot your presentation you were going to show during your business meeting. And you, you have your laptop with you and you remember you forgot your presentation file. It's on your office PC that's at the office. What are you going to do? Well, I have a solution for you. Instead of going and syncing up your laptop and transferring files and having files emailed to you and such, here is a new revolutionary process. It's called Go to My PC. It's Go to My PC. You have instant access to your computer from anywhere. The only thing you have to do is have your computer on and connected to the internet, and you can access your computer from anywhere. You could be in China and you can access your file like you were there at home. Try GoToMyPC free with unlimited access for 30 days. Just go to GoToMyPC.com forward slash podcast. That's GoToMyPC.com forward slash podcast. Try GoToMyPC today and see the results for yourself. For finances today, it is Can I Borrow for College? Sort of convenient because I'm planning on going to college and I'm planning on going to college completely debt-free, completely paid for and so when I graduate, obviously, I won't have any debts remaining or left over and my answer to the question, Can I Borrow for College? My answer is no. Quite simply, because you know how many opportunities are available to you? I mean, you have parents who can, parents, relatives who can finance some of the money, and you have also, if you, you can set up a donation form if you have a website, blog, podcast, or what have you, you can go and do that. And also, you can have grants, you have a grant that'll provide you with some money to get to college and also there's sponsorships of course there are plenty of opportunities and places and websites to look for for sponsorships sponsorships I've been pronouncing it wrong scholarships sorry if I screwed you up on it uh, getting a scholarship and six billion dollars worth of scholarships last year you could have gotten a piece of that pie and that would have more than provided your way into college debt-free because some of them are not even alone. They're just provided uh, just like a prize prize money, sort of like the lottery, except it's even better because you can take this and apply it to college and pay down on the college tuition, which is very helpful. And so, in short, can I borrow for college? No, because there's plenty of resources available to you. There's your family, relatives... There's the government grants, there's, you can ask for donations on your website if you have a blog or podcast or what have you. You can also apply for scholarships. There's $6 billion worth 
of scholarships last year, you could have had a chunk of that pie if you were going to be going to college, and that would have been more than available to finance you to go to college. Now, if you have any questions, comments, or ideas, give your two cents on this subject. You can call our toll-free comment line, 1-866-TMP-2860. I'll be glad to help you sort that out for going to college, as I'm going through the process right now and be glad to help you along in it. We will be right back with business. You're listening to the Taylor Merrick Podcast, a proud member of PodcasterWho'sWho.com, the Who's Who of podcasting. This podcast is proudly listed at the best podcasting directory on the internet, podcastpickle.com. We now return you to your regularly scheduled download, already in progress. As for business, it is 10 management lessons. And the cool thing is, this is an article from entrepreneur.com. I'll have linked to it in the show notes. And this is 10 Management Lessons from a Young Entrepreneur. And the subtitle is, Even though this had a lot of years under their belt, have much to offer in the way of business advice. Is that only in America can a 19-year-old kid launch a million-dollar music business from his dorm room, and two 17-year-old twins own a media empire worth close to $1 billion. Now, there's one person, Scott Smeagler, Smeagler, sorry if I ruin the name, he's part of Exclusive Concepts, Inc. It's a company that provides professional web design and online marketing solutions to growing businesses. He started that when he was a freshman in high school. He started that first by himself and slowly built a reputation through word of mouth. And now he has offices in Burlington, Massachusetts, staff of five, and expects to bring in sales of $300,000 in 2003. Now, here's 10 important lessons that he gives from starting and running his own business. And I echo the same exact thing that he's saying. Number one, it's all about perseverance. Implementing your dream is never as easy as you think. It can take years to develop. Make sure you organize and stay focused. Understand you can't reach the highest level of success without taking risks and maintaining your focus to persevere. There are many people right now, especially my age, who are looking to start and develop their own business. It's such an intimidating process once you've broken through the first layer and you have to worry about insurance and payroll, making sure your accounting is perfect. So many people allow themselves to get intimidated by it. They're not willing to follow their dreams. It's very important for people to really sit down and recognize exactly what they want out of life and their business life and just go for it. Number two, and I've mentioned this, Understand the value of mentorship and teamwork. Remember, you cannot enter into a business one-man show, sort of akin to a football team, and you're the only person on the football team, and you're taking on a team of people. They're going to crush you. Other football team is. You need a mentor to help you along, as somebody who's been down the road farther than you to help you in that, and help you avoid the pitfalls and also for teamwork because you can't go it alone teams help a lot 
Number three, stick to your niche. Niche. Uh, stay focused on what your company does best. Isn't to say you can pursue avenues where you can expand your business. Ultimately, neither your customer will dictate what kind of services or products you have. And it has to be based on a strong customer service focus. You know a lot about our clients because we spend a lot of time knowing exactly what they need, says Smiggler. Number four, stay on top of news that affects your clients. Major events happen almost every day, and in order to ensure the best for them, keep up to date on the latest market trends and implement them so that you can offer the best service and your clients receive the best there is. Even on the busiest of days, monitor late-breaking news. Knowledge separates you from your competitors, says Smiggler. Tip number five, communication is key. While you think your clients understand what you say, often they don't. Be sure to always speak clearly and follow up with concise emails. You must pace their expectation with the reality of the project. Part of the communication process involves documenting the understanding between your company and a client so that in the event of a misunderstanding, you have an agreement to fall back on. Not only does the client need to know what they expect from you, it's essential that the client understands your expectations of them. Success is a two-way street. Number six, capitalization is crucial. Everything is more expensive than you'll anticipate. <laughs> and I'm sure for those of you who have started in business, that's very true. In your budgeting, when you're budgeting, plan for things you haven't anticipated, uh, but will be more than likely to happen. In addition, don't be a penny pincher. Don't be afraid to spend money when you believe the return <clears throat> will warrant the risk. Tip number seven, communicate unwavering honesty and integrity. Above all else, you must be truthful. There's a survey done and uh, about the rich people in the world and what do the rich people have that are in common always each other. And the survey came back, and this was actually a real-life survey. If you want to know who did it, you can just ask me, call me, and I'll let you know who did it. And they said that every single rich person they interviewed had something in common with each other. They had, they were honest, and they had integrity. Dishonesty is a sign of weakness, not to mention poor business strategy. If your clients know you'll always be truthful with them and tell it like it is, they'll never have any reason to doubt you. Your reputation as an excellent service provider takes years to develop, to develop but it can be crushed in a minute. Number eight, stay on top of the curve. Business changes rapidly and education is a critical factor. There was a time when I was tempted to drop out of college and devote all my time to managing my growing company, Smiggler says. I recognize that it wouldn't be a smart strategy for the long term. It is possible to grow a company while being successful in school. Tip number nine, take ownership in your client's success. When you undertake the commitment to provide products or services for a company, you must work at it as diligently as they expect you to. Keep your customers' needs in mind at all times. And remember, if you're able to help your clients become successful, they will make you successful because what goes around comes around. Number 10, never stop marketing. Never forget that anybody can be a prospective client. Constantly look to be build existing relationships as well as acquire new ones. Need to catch the customer at the moment they have a need. By staying in front on a regular basis, you become known to them, and so when they do have a need, they'll be more inclined to give you the business. 
the value of a referral is always more than the value of a cold lead. And finally, Smiggler offers these final words of advice. Don't forget to find a correct balance of work and play. Although starting and running your own company requires much focus, dedication, and time, you must strive to maintain a balance in your life. As much as you want your business to succeed, you have to recognize that it doesn't have to be at the expense of not having a life outside of it. Being properly structured in your business also means being structured enough to allow yourself some time off. And those are wise words, whether you're old or young. I have this article linked to in the show notes, episode number 35. And if you have any questions, comments, or you'd like to give your two cents on this topic, why don't you call our toll-free comment line, 1-866-TMP-2860. I'd be glad to play it on the show. We will be right back with technology. This podcast is part of the Blueberry Network. You can find this and other fine podcasts at Blueberry.com. That's Blueberry without the E's. This show is a proud member of the TechPodcast.com network. Find out more about this and other shows at www.TechPodcast.com. TechPodcast.com. If it's tech, it's here. On technology, it is, when is iPhone coming out? I'd be glad to tell you I have an answer. It'll be coming out June 29th. And this will obviously be a debut that'll test whether the company's design success with Mac computers and iPod media players can carry over into mobile handsets. And Apple announced this yesterday with three television commercials. And these ads can also be seen on the Apple website. And it was confirmed in the U.S. Apple plans to sell the iPhone in Europe and Japan eventually, but has not announced specific dates. For those of you outside who live in Europe or Japan, it's still coming. But for the U.S., people in the U.S., look forward to June 29th. Now, what is the cost of the iPhone? It'll cost $500 or $600, depending on the amount of memory included. And it'll be sold through the online and physical stores of Apple and AT&T, which is the only current service provider. AT&T has exclusive iPhone rights for two years, so do not expect to get it from Verizon or Singular anytime soon. Wait two years. And worldwide cell phone sales are running at about a billion units a year. And Jobs noted that if Apple took a 1% market share in 2008, that would mean a company would sell 10 million iPhones. Now, the debut of the iPhone possesses a challenge to other handset makers such as Motorola and Nokia, who are also selling profitable, profitable high-end smartphones. AT&T, the biggest U.S. phone company, is also hoping, hoping the iPhone's draw will give it an edge over rivals such as Verizon and Sprint. Now, the iPhone will either come with 4GB or 8GB of flash memory for storing video, music, and photos, and does away with all buttons in favor of a touchscreen. And, of course, it's been lauded for having a built-in camera, light, and orientation centers, sensors, and a sleek design. Critics also know that it uses GSM, an older wireless technology that is gradually being supplanted by so-called 3G networks that can transmit data much faster. Now, so, we will see how it comes out. Just to let you know, at June 29th, iPhone will be coming out. I'll finally be able to get more of a review on it. And looking forward to seeing how iPhone comes out, whether it stands up to what it says it'll do or not. So 
Well, if you hate, this would be a good subject to weigh in on. If you have a question on it, or if you'd like to give your two cents on it, of course, leave it to five minutes or less. I can't have you on the phone forever unless you want to contact me personally via email. Then I'll set up a time we can have a little recording. But why don't you leave some... Uh, bleh, I can't even talk today. Why don't you leave your two cents on the subject? Call our toll-free line, one 866 tmp 2816 I'll be glad to play it on the show. And that will wrap it up for technology. Thanks for listening to this episode in the Taylor Merrick Podcast. Show notes for this episode and past episodes can be found by going to taylormerrick.com. If you have any questions, comments, ideas at any time, please call 1-866-TMP-2860. Don't forget to join in the conversation at the Taylor Merrick Podcast forums. I'm Taylor Merrick, and I will see you next week. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.